let's do this. On the market set, go. Someone's in a rush. Tim okay. wants us out of here in 20 minutes. <laughs> I was surprised you said so late when I was like, I could be there whatever time. I was like, what time do you want? It was like 7.30. I'm like, hmm, it's weird. No, well, no, because Ted didn't leave his house before after 6. Ah. What? I'm farting right now. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast, boys and girls. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men podcast. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is episode 272, and here we are in the V-Twin Cafe in sunny and snowy downtown Cranford, New Jersey. Fuck. Where it's, uh, what, 20 degrees outside? 20! Yeah, way to fucking up the numbers there. Try six. Is it really six? Yeah, it's like fucking single digits. And, uh, no, it's 25. 25, like? and, and snow up to our, uh, up, up to the asshole of giraffe. <laughs> this morning I got up and I uh, I looked at it and it says feels like six degrees. Have yeah, some no, popcorn, no. Justin. <laughs> I was like, wow, six degrees. Yeah, that's pretty. That's it's not going to get warmer. No. Anytime soon. It's supposed no. to snow tomorrow morning. Yes, it is. What one day? What I think it's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow it might hit forty for a brief moment. I don't think so. No, not tomorrow. Tomorrow or Wednesday. I'd believe no. I'd believe Wednesday, maybe, or not tomorrow. Well, I look tomorrow. at it this way: as long as it, oh, th- as long as it's above freezing, that means the snow can start to melt a little. A little. It's melted some of it. Yeah, yeah. But then we got cold weather now. Where, like the top section <laughs> in Virginia? Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty wicked. So we're getting hammered here. Um, I am Ted, your host. Uh, as as I usually am, and doing the thing here, and I'm here, of course, as always, in the corner booth with uh, Timbuktu. Hello. As usual. Yes. And of course, on the other side of the table, um, playing with his buttons and nipples, our our, our resident twelve year old, his nipple buttons, his nipple buttons, Chris Joker, nipples. Perfect. <laughs> and of course, our good friend. Justin Brown shoes. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> How's it going, boys? It's going like it looks. Yeah. What? Uh, what's been new and exciting? Anything? It's a tough question to ask him when it's well, snowing every two days. Well, I have to ask. I know it's, my, it's my job. I know. I gotta ask. Yeah, questions. nobody's been fucking riding. Next question. Okay, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> right, you know. Right. Tim, did you ride to work today? I can't get to my motorcycle. <laughs> It's buried in your driveway. The funny thing is, when I was snow blowing, blowing, family show. We're not you do, what you do in your free time, buddy? <laughs> I uh, I snow blowed my wire to my uh, uh, your charger. Oh, you chopped charger. it up. Yep. You I really? Yeah. There were no sparks or explosions. Nope. Really? You would think. But no. I would have thought like things would have blowed up. Well, it didn't. If it, maybe, maybe it could have tripped the breaker. Or you would have lit up at least. It could have tripped the breaker. Anyway. Did it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't check. So because I just you, you don't know if your breaker tripped? 
Well, I'm talking about GFI, so if the GFI shipped, oh, I would yeah. check it. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right, okay. Yeah. Well, how about that? I, but I fixed the cord, so... Oh, you did? Yeah, and now it's back to normal? Oh, when I get now I can't get there to get it back in because I can't open up the, the shed. <laughs> wow. How's that? How about you, too, Chris? What? Your bike is still buried? Yeah, well, I unburied it. And unburied it's it? It's still covered and plugged in. It still has no motorcycle. I'm no... Uh, so your battery's still dead, right? Well, I mean, I got the the not good one plugged in. Right. And is there any charge on it at all? I don't, I don't know what it's doing because I haven't looked at it. I just keep the I have the you know the canvas cover on it and wrapped up with uh, bungee cords and all that, and that's right. it. Where are you keeping your motorcycles? Wow. Really? Not keeping that mom's. Hey, what about you? No, I, I keep. I got a garage there. So you have it in your garage? Yeah. Is not, it plugged? Plug, no. Is it plugged in? I don't have power in the garage. Is it a so it's not garage? No. No. So as far no. as you know, your battery's dead and your tires are flat. Uh, well, I rode it on January 1st, but yeah, it's probably dead by now. I did have it out this year. because yeah, cold weather does some nasty shit. I know. Batteries. Well, we'll deal with that. What I'll probably do is, as it starts to get a little bit closer to riding season, I'll probably take the battery out, bring it inside, plug well, it in for the Well, here's the thing. If you check your battery... And if you know for certain that the battery is absolutely dead, there's no charge on it, do not try to charge it. Because especially in these temperatures, if the battery water freezes, or unless if it's an AGM, is it an AGM battery? No. If it's, so, it's, it, so it's the kind of battery you can open up and check the fluid levels, right? That's what acid... Uh, no, it's not mat. an acid, Phil. No? No. Acid oh. glass mat, right? Or something like that? Uh, uh, AGM, acid gas mat. Gel. Gel. No, it's, it's, like, it's almost a, it's like a gel. I think. I can't remember now. Somebody here has Google and can look that up, what AGM battery stands we for. Yeah. We all have Google. And I'm not used to doing nothing. <laughs> I had to fill the water on a, no. on a battery that I took out of a 72 shovelhead the other day. Oh, really? Do the new batteries, uh, I mean, new motorcycles come with lithium batteries now? They don't come with them, but there's Harley offers one. That's an option. And how much more is that? I've been looking into it. It's Let a little these. bit more expensive, but they it's are. light as shit. Yeah. It's like crazy light. Oh, really? Yeah. It weighs like fucking 10 pounds. It's like nothing. Hmm. And you've been looking into it? Yes. Is it a direction you might want to go? You know, uh, from my from my uh, my fat boy group on Facebook, and then uh, it's a flip-flop situation. I don't know if Justin wants to chime in on this, but... I heard that there's a potential weirdness with lithium batteries, although they're very, they can, they're mostly reliable. I heard with a, if there's an electrical issue and you actually lose the charge of a lithium, they're not recoverable like a regular acid battery. Like once a lithium battery goes caca, well, you're fucked. Once a, lithium is is more of like a there's no charging it. Well, it's and it's 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 a more. Uh, uh, like progressive downward slope to where once it's done, it's just done, you know. So the, the the swings become less and less and less and less. So, you know, whereas you charge zero to 100, zero to 100, then it's zero to 90, zero to 90, zero to 80, zero to 80, and eventually the battery's just kaput on a traditional battery. But with lithium, it's kind of like you have that main, you have that maintained, and then it's just like. Once it's done, it's done. So there's no, you don't use a trickle charger with a uh, lithium no. battery. No, uh, you can't. 
There, there may be chargers for it, but there's not. There, there actually, I looked it up. Harley has a charger for it. Yeah, but it's battery. not like a traditional. You can't hook up your regular battery tender to it. And yeah. if a lithium battery catches fire, it burns for days. So keep that in mind. And but the the plus on it is uh, lithium. Unlike uh, our batteries now, lithium is not affected by this cold. No, at not, all. It is not. It could be zero out. It could be two hundred degrees right. out. So what's the cold cranking amps on a uh, lithium battery? Uh, some of them I've seen as high as five hundred cold cranking amps. CCCs. That's a um, lot. That's a fucking. The lot. acronym stands for absorbed glass mat. That's it. I knew it was something like that. Yep. So it's an acid glass map. Close. Not quite. Anyway, yeah. If uh, if your well, there goes one of my trivia questions. If your ba- <laughs> if your battery freezes, if the water in your battery freezes, that means it had absolutely no charge, and you are not to try to charge it because it can explode. So okay. Keep that in mind. Well, and actually, you're not supposed to charge an acid like the that, like you're talking about with the caps. Right. You're not supposed to charge it with the caps on, or it can explode. No. Well, all the batteries for my solar array are uh, lead-acid batteries, and they are on a charger all the time. And as long as the... And this happened to me. I had my lead-acid batteries uh, three years ago, four years ago. They froze. Solid. Really? And when when that happens, you just take them and you get rid of them. Take them to... Because you cannot... Why so, what you, so how are you keeping them charged now, being you're not there? No. I brought them home. Every winter, I bring my batteries back to New Jersey, and I put them on a, a charger. And they stay on a charger all winter long. And then in the spring, I bring them back. Oh, I've seen them on the on the, the racks you have in your yeah. little cabin. That's where they are. Your little shed. That's where they Did are. You? They stay charged. So you know. Anyway, same old crap's going on. I just had uh, I had two things. Um, chapters episode with Nick Adams from his uh, book Beyond the Coffee Shop, uh, where he told us about a ride he did for a chapter from that book. And I also had an interview with Bill Dragoo of Dragoo Adventure Rider Training. So I was, uh, told us about his class out there that he holds out in the Midwest. And that's about it. So we already went over our crap, what we're not doing, not riding. And stuff yeah, we like knew that. that was going to be a short section. Yeah. <laughs> um, Harley's got their new get out and ride sweepstakes going on. So here is something. If you're interested, Harley Davidson's mission to bring people together and help riders experience freedom of the soul. Harley Davidson is celebrating its mission with the get out and ride sweepstakes. There are 80 prizes to win in honor of the 80th anniversary of Daytona Bike Week and one custom grand prize motorcycle to celebrate the start of the new year of riding. Um, From February 8th to April 16th, Harley-Davidson is giving riders reasons to celebrate with the sweepstakes that everyone in the U.S. can participate in through riding-related activities and visiting your local Harley-Davidson dealer. Participants earn entries for a chance to win prizes celebrating the community and spirit of two wheels. This includes a grand prize of a custom 2021 Harley-Davidson Road Glide and weekly drawings of 80 additional prizes. The Get Out and Ride Sweepstakes uh, riders can earn the following points. Get and Ride Sweepstakes, uh, and that's it. So get out and ride. Go over to your Harley dealer and enter over there. I'm sorry. Right, okay. Justin? Yep. Right. You know. I know. Yeah. Excellent. You got people coming in and entering? Excellent. Huh? Okay. You can come back and, for instance, win prizes throughout the campaign, visit your local Holiday Davidson dealer, and demo Holiday Davidson motorcycles, and blah. All right. There you go. Um, you Let's know. Harley Davidson commercial. I've <laughs> been, yeah, I know. I've been watching uh, Million Dollar Bogan YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Million and he Dollar Booba? And he rides a, uh, a Road King special. I never cared for the Road King. No offense, Justin, but I just never cared for it. 
But the Road King special, for some reason, I'm digging the Road King special. I don't know why. You would self-adjust. I don't know why. I'm digging the Road King special. Um, and it, you have to stop the podcast. We have to consult. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we take a 10-minute safe space break, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, w- watching... What watching what Danny Hayes is doing with this Road King, he's taking it through. He's taking it out on the, on the beaches, and he's riding it in the sand through the water. He's getting it stuck in mud. I mean, literally to the point where he's so stuck that the bottom of the bags are resting on the ground, and his wheel is just spinning. Why is that he doing all this? Trabajo? Because he just he said he feels a motorcycles to be ridden regardless of where it's to be ridden. So he just rides it, and and, and I, I kudos to him for what he's doing. He's they're off road more than they're on road lately because they're the new video series that he's doing. They're taking a ride around Tanzania. Um, Tanzania. Who was around this? Tasmania? Who was this? Million dollar million dollar bogan YouTube channel, and uh, his name is Danny Hayes. Uh, I, he was a guest on the show, and uh, amazing. Just watching him and a buddy of his just ride around in, uh, around. Tasmania, it's amazing. He must have money not to worry about his. Oh yeah, yeah. well they call it his million dollar bogan. So that's why. There you go. Makes it a lot easier to just yeah. do whatever you want with a bike. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because if you yeah. break the bike, it just fucking. And and and, 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 and he has. And if you watch the video series, you see he spent some serious money on, on on this bike and other bikes. He just he just spends the money. He's got it. So good for him. Um, Justin, you remember I test rode that street bob. Yes. Remember how I told you I felt about it? No. I didn't care for it. <laughs> and that's why he didn't remember. But the new Street Bob. 114. The new 114. And I, I happened to sit on one that had not the mini apes, but the straight drag bars on it. Oh, customized? Yeah, and it really nice. I like it a lot. Very nice bike. you got to ride it, though, see if you really like it. Well, if it, I'm sure it's no, not much different than the the last one I rode last time. I shouldn't do it, but it's, it's really cool. I, it's really. So what good. you're saying is you flip flopped on it. I flip flopped on it definitely. You did not like it. Now you like it. I did not like it, but now I kind of like it. And I like the paint too. It's a, it's it's good, good looking. The paint's paint. cool. You said it was different handlebars. Oh, right? see that that's that yellow. That's that Harley yellow. I like. Har- Harley yeah, I mean orange yellow. You know the the, uh, the other yellow. That's the Ted's problem. <laughs> Those wheels are green. I don't care what you say. <laughs> now we haven't heard that in a while. But anyway, the bike I sat on didn't have the mini apes on it. It had the had uh, lower bars, like standard straight bars. On it. Been customized, yeah. It was nice. I really like straight liked it. bars on it. I yeah. like that fucking paint job. It had though. straight bars on it. It was really really nice. I like the I like that orange. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy. Got that out of your system now? I did. Harley Davidson is coming out with a supercharged model. Uh-oh. Yeah. What does that mean? It means they're, they've got a patent out for a supercharger for oh, an, fucking a patent. Harley engine. So what, we're not going to see for 20 fucking years? Uh, who knows? But anyway. Um, a patent. For what? Uh, the patent is filed by Harley Davidson. Reveals what looks to be the blueprints for a supercharger. So that's what they're doing. That's It's, it's out. Do you hear that shushing that, like... The hissing noise in the ears. No, do you hear that? 
Huh? No, it's like a staticky thing. Mentally Ill. Maybe it's my it's my I'm <laughs> mentally you're Ill. Mentally Ill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the patent was filed uh, by HD the other day. Shows that a layout of the supercharger and how it will perhaps integrate into their big twin lineup of motorcycles. The patent doesn't state whether or not the current motor is available. We'll see the system at any point, but we can hope to see them at some point, regardless. So. There you have it. Supercharger <laughs> a on a supercharger bike. on a 114. Can you imagine? That's going to be like the SNS motors they make with 130. I, I think it's 130. 131. 131. No, that's not an SNS motor. That's just the uh, the build kit. That's just another. It's a stage so four that's new kit. 131. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's yeah. nice. Harley has announced their new five-year strategic plan to make money and make motorcycles. And I'll briefly, briefly go through it. <laughs> They're going to target their increased profitability and low double-digit EPS growth. Who cares? Broaden view of its customers, inclusive of non-riders, tailoring each step of the journey in new ways through yeah. multiple channels, including enhanced digital touch points. Yes. Makes no sense. Uh, invest in core segments of touring, larger cruiser, and trike strength and grow its position. So they're yes. going to focus on the touring, large cruiser, and trike market yes. for them. Well, for they're one, gonna, if they're going to do that with the trikes, they're going to bring the price down just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A lot. A little bit. And they're going to expand their into adventure touring and within, the fucking cars. and within the cruiser segment to unlock untapped volume in market. They're going to launch the Harley-Davidson Certified, a pre-owned motorcycle program supporting the growth of expected, expected across the complementary business. So now you're going to be able to buy a pre-owned certified motorcycle from Harley-Davidson. Nice. How about that? Because you can do that with cars. Why can't you do that with motorcycles? Right, Justin? Yeah, I mean, you can buy a pre-owned anyway, so I don't right. really know what the certified part is. All, you know. it's, it has They're to do with, well, do if it's like, anything like, like any point Right, check. exactly. Yeah, like a 110-point inspection. They do that shit anyway. Uh, they do that anyway, so. It's just not certified. <laughs> but but now, it, now it gives you paperwork to say it's been pre-certified. Yeah, know? see, I wonder if they're going to add that. They, they might be doing that to even add more responsibility for you guys when you sell a used one. Ooh. That's what I'm thinking because, like, if you go to BMW certified, they'll certify that car for, even though it's used, they'll certify it for, like, six months. So if something goes wrong with it, they'll exactly. fix it. Harley doesn't really do that now. With this deal, they might start doing it. Like, if they sell a used bike, they're going to cover some kind of a warranty on it for a short amount of time. Yeah, that's, that'd be, that'd be uh, Justin's there. If they want to make uh, get more people. Find out about that, Justin. They should hook up with uh, Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, I don't know if they want a Harley, a Harley, a Harley, Costco, Harley, yeah, Harley, 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 now yeah. they're, they're Harley's are up. Welcome to Costco Harley. Costco Harley. Costco Harley. Harley. Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> right. Everything's on shelf. We can buy all the parts. They're all on shelves. They're also going to strengthen their commitment to electric with the creation of a dedicated division focused exclusively on leading the future of electric motorcycles. Sure. And they're going to fuel the power of their global lifestyle brands of parts and riding gear. And they're, and they're going to, this is a, a particular interest to you, Justin, extend employee ownership to all employees by offering an equity grant to approximately 4,500 employees, aligning with the new approach to inclusive stakeholder management. Got that? With your, with your 
the 10,000 shares of Harley-Davidson that you own? Correct? He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I can see that. Um, Harley has announced new part arrivals at uh, with their new model year. And one of these things included the Sundowner heated seat. Heated and cooled seat. Chris, I know you're looking for a new seat for your bike. Yeah, I was, I was actually just looking at that. The sundowner. So there you go. You can keep your ass cool. And, and what's the hammock seat, I think they call it? That's the next one. I wanted to show you that, too. The hammock seat is also available. That's the real cushy one, right? Well, yeah. I really don't know which is more cushy, nice but, too, but I mean, for $1,100, yeah. It's heated? It's a heated and cooled seat, Bubbo. Nice. Yeah. But is that only for that, that model uh, bike? Or is that for any bike? Okay, it's a question. premium seat for touring and trike models. Uh, uh, not for my bike, because our, uh, our bikes the, are uh, You can cruisers. get the Sundowner, though. You huh? can get the Sundowner, right, but you're not going to get it uh, heated or cooled. And both of them, these are I available for the You just need a new seat. And they've also announced the Screaming Eagle High Flow Exhaust, which is really, uh, really different from what Harley would ordinarily do. And if I could just show it to you. It would work. It would work. Very unusual. I've never seen uh, exhaust like this on a Harley. Pretty interesting, though, huh? So for thirteen hundred dollars, you can get this new exhaust system. And there's actually even a soundtrack. You can hear what it sounds like. Oh, uh, let's hear it. There it is. Nope. My bands and hide sure shops. The sure shops sound better. Yeah, that's not too bad. I that's will say that the Screaming Eagle stuff that they have, yeah, now, yeah, is better than what they had because you used to put Screaming Eagle pipes on it. It like almost didn't sound any different from stock, and like with the exception that it had like a badge that said Screaming Eagle. Right now, at least like when we put the Screaming Eagle stuff on, you can hear a difference. Okay, it right. definitely, it definitely sounds better. All right. It's a great like in between for somebody who wants something louder than stock, but not as like aggressive as like a Vance and Hines or, or something. Daytona Bike Week for 2021 is on March 5th to the 14th. So they're they're doing it. They're still going to go through it. So if you want to get down to what the hell is that? If you want to get down to uh, Daytona for Bike Week, it's going to be gonna a be shit show. It's the 80th anniversary. It's going to be packed. Oh, it's going to be a nut. You would love to, though, right? Would you I've go? been. You've been? Does Harley go there? No, they, everybody, everybody's yeah. there. Um, it's, so the, what's, what's weird about Daytona is, you know, like when you go to, like, Sturgis and stuff like that, everything's kind of real spread out. So, like, you, of course, you have everything in, like, downtown, but there's a lot of stuff to do kind of, like, all over the place, which, right. which gives you excuses and opportunities to ride, plus... There's a ton, a ton, a ton of scenic riding out there. Daytona's a little bit different, right? So Daytona is, for argument's sake, a city. Yeah. Um, you know, so everything really kind of takes place in, like, one area. So uh, th the other thing that was kind of really complicated with Daytona was parking is... Like, I feel like more at a premium there than even in, in Sturgis. So it's like there was times that, like, either we wanted to go, like, a certain bar or check out a certain thing, and then you spend more time trying to find somewhere to tuck your bike. Yeah. Um, but um, you couldn't walk to everything? 
Not, well, not from where we stayed. Okay. So we stayed. Um, I'll think of it in a second. Um, but it was it was probably about 10, 15 minutes from Daytona. Okay. Uh, Ormond Beach. We stayed in Ormond Beach. Um, so it was close, yeah. Um, but it wasn't close enough. Uh, you know, it was five, ten minutes or ten minutes. You know, you're there, but sure. not you're not walking it, right? Um, but I mean, it, listen, it was a great time. It was just totally different. You know, Sturgis was great because you could basically go out and ride all day, uh, and also check out some of the cool shit. But sometimes, some of that cool shit you could kind of involve in a ride. Whereas Daytona. There's not really great riding down there, so Daytona's more kind of about the party. Yeah, that's you know what, what I always I mean? thought. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard, too. Same thing with Myrtle Beach. It's the same way. It's yeah. more about the party than it is anything yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, although social distancing is to be enforced, it is reported that many events such as the bike shows, races, and swap meets will remain on schedule. Local bars and eating venues agreed to reduce their total occupancy to 60%, yeah, yeah, good luck with that. To 60% of their typical patronage, which the commission hopes will limit the spread of any viruses while maintaining an important injection for local businesses to stimulate their profits before things get back to normal, if they ever get back to normal. So. Never. All right, so there you go. So Daytona's back on if you're going to go for the 80th anniversary thing. Um, interesting thing, and this is going to be uh, – I'm going to have this guy on as for an interview. But Nick's Custom Cycles, he is down in South Jersey. You're going to have he, Nick on? I'm going to try, try to get Nick on the show. Yeah. Why, no, you know no, Nick? No, I'm trying to get somebody from Nick's uh, Cycle Works on his Custom Why? Cycles. Because, um, no, Nick's like 80-something. I'd yeah. be surprised if he was willing to do No, it. I'll get somebody on there from the show. But they were on American Pickers. I was just there two weeks ago. Oh, were you really? Yeah, in December. Well, so, not, not two weeks ago, I guess, but uh, in between Christmas and New Year's. Because I'm finding, because when I was at the Harley dealer over the, on Saturday, uh, I was looking for some parts, uh, but I'm finding that some parts are just not available anymore. They just, for bikes that they don't produce anymore. Have you ever been there? I've never been. Oh, God. It's a, uh, it's a, I'm making that a ride, man, one of these Saturdays. No. When the weather gets better, I'm Where's no. located? What? Make it go in your car. Really? Yeah, because you're going to leave with stuff. Really? I've never gone there and not left with stuff. Like, well, well, you got to his budget doesn't allow that. Yeah, I'm poor. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it, so. Does he take blood? <laughs> probably. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's a huge place, right? And, yeah, I've looked at it. And uh, so when you, when you first walk in, you have the main building. And when I tell you there's parts hanging from parts and parts hanging from the ceiling, like, there's about barely enough space to walk through. Yeah. And it's just. When I tell you it is full of parts, you will not believe how full of parts this place is. You walk in, and he'll ask you, "Is it the first time you've ever been there?" And if you say yes, he's going to give take you on a tour. He makes you go through the museum first, so you'll go into the right and you'll go upstairs, and he's got like the most insane bike collection. Uh, like you'll spend an hour upstairs minimum. I want to do. I want to go there. It's now. amazing. Yeah, and then it, it, it's like it's like a it's a it's a trip that I'll, I I, I want to do this. And then, uh, yeah, that's the museum. And then, so the the main building that you walk into is all like the nice parts. Yeah. And that building is huge as it is, and there's all these like weird little like nooks and crannies, and like all of a sudden this other room shows up, and you're like, where the hell did this come from? And then if you go out into the back and you ask him if you can go into the chicken coops. He's got stuff in the chicken coops, too. I've he's, heard. he's got this long, long chicken coops, and that's like all the rusty, crusty, you know, more fucked up stuff. And, I mean, the amount of parts that this guy's got his hands on. And I mean, look at you. are looking at some WLAs here. It's just, that's awesome. Wow. Look at that. Uh, he's got crazy. He's got, I forget, it's like a, a 19. Everything for sale? Uh, yeah. 
Well, in the, in the museum, well, everything's for sale, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the museum stuff would be that like is crazy. Awesome as hell. He's got a bike. I'm surprised in, Jay Leno hasn't been there. He's got a bike in a case, in, inside a glass case. I forget. I have a picture of my phone. My phone's charging. I want to say it's like a 1908 or something, and it's like it's like all original. It's like one of uh, you know a handful. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's like, how does this guy have this shit? You know Probably what I mean? Probably worth a million dollars. Oh, God. The, the, that museum, that upstairs alone, forget any of the other shit he's got. That muse, uh, museum upstairs alone is millions. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely going to take it. Uh, when I the weather gets nicer now. and I can get out of there. And the guy knows just fucking everything. Hey, Ted, can you, you can tell everybody in, where it is? What? Can you tell everybody where it is? I can tell, tell me it's, where it is because I want to go there. It's, it's in, in Williamstown, Williamstown, New Jersey. Which is down South Jersey, Atlantic City Expressway. By Philly. And you take that west. Yeah. yeah. It's well it's not quite eh, it's like halfway between Atlantic City and Philly. Yeah. It's in there. All right. So from my Let's house it's about uh, a little over an hour to get there. So it's really south South Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like in the middle of nowhere. Like, oh yeah. Like the first time we went, I remember it's like turn here and then your destination and me and my buddy are both looking at each other like I, I don't think the GPS took us the right way and then we're starting to think like we just took this hour and a half drive for and like yeah. to the wrong place. And then, sure enough, we come around this turn, and we see, like, and we're like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, it's literally, like, out in the middle of nowhere. That's cool. Yeah. So, I'm going to be hitting that, definitely, this... Uh, I can't believe you've never been there. This week, never been to go there now. It's a fucking blast, dude. When now, we, um, getting into our topic for today, Chris, we're going to get into Justin's motorcycle course very shortly, but as part of the motorcycle roads topic, top 10 rides in the Northeast. All right. Number now, is here's this weird, an inter- interesting statistic which I didn't no. know. Uh, yeah. Number of registered motorcycle roads in the Northeast. Measures motorcycle registered motorcycles in the Northeast. Pennsylvania leads that with the number of registered motorcycles. How many? I did not know that. What did it say? How many? I can't. Was how many? Currently, is the home of number one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, It doesn't say. Seventy-five per. Well, this is a horrible statistic that this thing shows here. Number of registered motorcycles in rolls here. What are the oh, numbers oh, stand oh. for? Millions? Number of registered motorcycle roads in the Northeast. Oh. These are roads that are registered as scenic roads. Pennsylvania has seventy-five. Nice. New York has 68. Massachusetts What's has What's the low one on the totem pole there? That would be Rhode Island with seven. Oh, no I mean, wonder. Rhode, Rhode Island is as big as Cranford. Yeah, it's as big as a the you know, postage stamps. That's fine. Okay. So, number uh, 10 is the Northern Connecticut Appalachian Mountain Motorcycle Ride in Connecticut. So, it's a hundred, approximately 100-mile motorcycle ride. Covers much of the northwest corner of the state of Connecticut. And drive across the top of the Appalachian Trail. Nice. So that's number 10. Number 9 is Route 113 border cruise from Gilly to Freiburg in Maine. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah, that looks like a cru- nice ride. I will post all the links to all this on, uh, on the website. and follow us. Do better. Uh, <laughs> number 8 is the Mad River Glen motorcycle ride in Vermont. If you've never ridden in Vermont, and we have. We have. We have. Beautiful. There's some beautiful riding in Vermont if you've never been there. Beautiful. Make your nipples hard. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes. They did yes. make one. Number nipples seven hard. is the Quabbin Reservoir uh, in Massachusetts Loop. 
And this is a 60-mile loop. That's weird. I'm mean, just hearing that in my ears. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You're fucking mentally retarded. Maybe I am. You're mental. Uh, number six is Tabernacle, New Jersey a loop. loop. Does that mean it's a circle? It could be. It's not an out and back, I can tell you that. But it's in New Jersey, the We're Tabernacle Loop. We'll have to look that up. Number five is Long Island's North Shore. I don't think I'd even think about that. North Shore? The North Shore of the Island. What, you Long get on Island. a boat with your motorcycle and go out in the water? Well, no. The thing is, now you could, you yeah. On the beach. You know, look, yeah. if you live on Long Island, maybe this ride is great because you're already there. But if you don't live on Long Island, Getting Get, there is a fucking train wreck. Getting there is hell. Anybody doesn't know, it's a nightmare. It's absolutely, it's a 60 mile shoreline drive. Over now. Yeah, just think of your local nightmare and make it 10 times worse. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> 10 uh, times as generous. <laughs> number four is Route 666. Oh, nice. I'll slow drive right In that. Pennsylvania. Where's that? Uh, uh, we're gonna Pennsylvania. Have to, we're going to have to find that. <laughs> Nowhere. Thanks for narrowing that down. Yeah, really. <laughs> exactly. Nowhere. That's cool with you. <laughs> Where? where? <laughs> it's by the Allegheny National Forest. Okay. And Route 666. I am totally up for doing that ride. Okay. How far is that from here? Uh, like I care about uh, well, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Well, you're you're a plethora of no. Listen, you're a I am only just reporting what the top ten nothing. rides are. I am not providing <laughs> details. You want details? You got to go find the shit Lost out yourself. You, my dad. Plethora. plethora, a plethora, a plethora of zero. I got it. Kangamungus Highway in New Hampshire. Kukapakamaga is number uh, three. I like that. Where that's is that a, place? That's a little bit north of where my buddy got married this summer. Well, we have to find. So this is this mean we have to contact your buddy to know where this is. No, but that is when I was going. The reason I know that is because when I was going up there for the wedding, Woodstock, everybody at the dealership was like, "Are you going to take your bike up because you can ride the whatever to Kankamunga?" And everybody's saying it's a phenomenal ride. Kankamungus. That's Kankamungus is past your place. Kankamungus? No, it's not. What? No, it's way east of my place. Way east. Huh? What? Huh? What are you talking about? Ooh. It smells like whatever. <laughs> I've heard it's an amazing ride. That's all. Awesome. Uh, number two, the Lincoln Highway in Pennsylvania. That's Route 30. Route 30, which stretches all the way from Oregon to Atlantic City. Yes, it does. It do. It do. I've ridden on Route 30 here in Jersey. Yeah. This is a 40-mile stretch of Route 30 that you're going to ride if you want to do this. So it, if I take Route 30 from here and go uh, west, I'm going to eventually hit this part. Definitely. Absolutely. And the number one in this area is the Grand Army of the Republic Highway, Route 6 in Pennsylvania. Wow. I have been on Route 6 in Pennsylvania, and there are parts of it that are absolutely stunning. Uh, up by uh, uh, Lake Wallenpawpack. Yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that by Luca Kaka Mamaka It might be. I'm not 100% sure. All right, well, boys and girls, it's time now for Justin's motorcycle quiz. You are a huge nerd. Now the 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 score from last uh, the last quiz we had just before Christmas, I have three. Chris has two, and Tim has zero. No shit. Can I borrow a pen? I'll just uh, let, let, me, let me just reach in my ass and get one. Uh, uh. All right. This is a pencil. All right. My wife, my daughter's gonna get very mad. Right. So be well, careful. Well, she'll be fine. She'll, She'll forget all about the pen when I tell her you knocked over a plant. <laughs> 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 
Touche. Wow. <laughs> it's not my first time dealing with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Just make sure you're on mic when you do this, okay? All right. All right. We're, everybody's ready? We're ready. Now, you, are you gonna, you're going to keep score, right? Uh, yeah. All right. With my mirror. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Question number one. Question number one. In 1901, Bill Harley drew up plans for a small engine. What was the displacement? A, 12.20. B, 9.50. C, 7.07. Or D, 6.89. For argument's sake, 12, 9, 7, or 6. Cubic inches. I'm going to go with 12. I'm going to go with 9. Ted, it's not poker. You can't read it through his eyes. I'm looking at the reflection in his glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with 7. So, we have... And the winner is... All right. At just 20 years old, Bill Harley drew up the plans for this small engine with a displacement of 7.07 cubic inches. Later, with the help of Arthur Davidson, they began to work on a second-generation engine nearly triple the size with a displacement of 24.74 cubic inches. I'll take that. Ted wins it. One. One. I got one. In 1906. Mm. Question number two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Question number two. I'll ask a question. <laughs> In 1906, Harley and the Davidson brothers built a factory. How many bikes did they produce that year? A. 87. B. 63, C, 50, or D, 27? 1906? 1906. 87, 63, 50, or 27? The year they built the factory. D, 12. D was 27. Oh, yeah, that. That's the one. 27. I'm going to go with 50. Yeah, I'm going to go with 50 also. Matter of fact, when, what year was this then? 1906. 1906? Yep. 1906? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to go with uh, 27. Sorry, with Ted. Go with okay. 27. I have a feeling I'm wrong. <laughs> Prior to the factory, the first prototype was assembled in a shed right. in the Davidson's backyard. It was their loop frame where they built five motorcycles. Three of them sold at their first dealer. They then built their factory, which is still the current headquarters, a 40 by 60 single-story wooden structure that allowed them to produce 50 motorcycles. Ooh! Bam! Bam! Shut up! <laughs> Didn't you change your answer? Shut up, all of you! In your face, I hate this game. In your face, sucker! <laughs> I hate this game. All right. Question number Question three. Question number three. <laughs> you picked the See, right one. We got to understand. I'm getting, I'm getting to the point now where I'm just going to try to go for zero. 
can have a through the whole thing. Well, that, <laughs> that would only you prove you're right consistent. Answer, then you switched. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I sick myself. <laughs> you guessed second yourself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Question number three. Okay. In what year did AMF purchase Harley Davidson? Oh. Mm. A, 1969. B, 1974, C, 1977, or D, 1981? 69, 74, 1969, or 81? 1967, 67, 69. 74. 69, 77, 74. You said, what's the year? Where's your 77? Okay. Hold on a sec. Let me go get my shit together here. <laughs> 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 to save Harley Davidson from liquidation, American Machine Foundry bought the nearly bankrupt company and maintained ownership until February 27, 1981, when 13 Harley Davidson executives invested their money to purchase the company back. This resulted in the sale of the company back to the investors on June 16, 1981. It was purchased in 1969. You already knew that. Answer. I knew that. <laughs> I do recall at one point Justin was saying, "I can't wait to get the question so I can screw you." <laughs> yeah, I'll, I got one coming up. Don't okay, worry. Fine, right, okay, okay. Uh, all right, number four. Number four. What year did the first race of gentlemen take place? <gasps> oh. 2011, A, uh, B, 2012, C, 2013, or D, 2015. 11, 12, 13, or 15? 11. Hmm. You know, for me... I'm going to say 12. It's not that it's 11, 12, 13, or 15. It might, for me, is why did he skip 14? <laughs> I'm going to say 2015. Because <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> Did you guess? Yeah. 11. Oh, 11. Okay. So 11, 12, right? You said 12? Yeah. The inaugural race of gentlemen was held in 2012 on a beach in Asbury Park. Oh! Just days before Hurricane Sandy made landfall. <laughs> the, this eighth-mile race has since been moved to Wildwood. Now, a side note being, beach racing in New Jersey... Uh, dates back to as early as 1905 when Henry Ford, Lewis Chevrolet, and speed uh, record holder Walter Christie, as well as some others, held an epic one-mile beach race in Cape May during the summer of 1905. At the time, Cape May Beach was deemed the finest racing beach in the world. Wow. How about that, see? You ever been down there? Is that a beach down there? It is so wide. Wildwood, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, that beach is so wide. It's, it's like a, a half a mile to get to the beach. It's crazy how wide the water it is. Wow. I actually got a point. You got a point. Yeah, yeah. I want some excitement for that. Okay? <laughs> All right, question All right. number five. You ready? Number five. Question number five. In the 60s, Harley-Davidson invested their money into another company. What was it? In the 60s? In the 60s. A, Ford Motor Company. B, Shot New York City leather jackets. C. United States Rubber Company, also known as Uniroyal. 
and D, Tomahawk Boat Manufacturing. Wow. I know it's an allegiance to some place. He wants to lead you someplace here. Do He's I? He's being a douche about it. I do I want to lead you somewhere? Yes, that you rubber do. Rubber company. That's my answer. That's what I was going to say, the rubber company. But I think it might be boat. Really? Boat? Are, are you answering? Was that I'm your answer? Talking to him. Are okay. you my Will you let me know? I said rubber company. So Tim Crisco Rubber Company. What are you going to say? I'm going boat company because I think they did invest a. I know they created a boat. I know they did. They did create a boat. I, but I don't know if they. I thought they just created that off the top of their heads. I didn't think they actually invested in a company. But I'm going to go with the boat company. Okay. Sticking rubber. <laughs> Sticking rubber. <laughs> That's a friction problem right there. <laughs> I'm going to stay there, but not what the hell. Okay, and the answer is? In 1957, Tomahawk Boat Company stopped producing wooden boats and focused solely on fiberglass models. In 1962, Harley-Davidson purchased a major part of the stock in Tomahawk Boat Manufacturing Corp. Tomahawk was operated as a wholly owned subsidiary and took on molding of... Uh, I don't know what that says. Oh, motorcycle and scooter parts, such as saddlebags. Less than a year later, the company's president resigned, making Harley-Davidson the sole owner of Tomahawk. For two years, the boats wore the emblem Tomahawk Boat, a division of Harley-Davidson. In 1965, Harley-Davidson decided to get out of the boat business and shut down production. Side note being... <laughs> this is not the first time that Harley-Davidson had something to do with boats. Ole Evinrude... Oh, yes, for, yes! Known for inventing the first outboard motor with practical commercial application, meaning right. there were others before him that did it, but it was a much smaller scale, actually helped uh, Harley and the Davidson brothers with their second-gen engine, that 24.74 cubic inch engine we talked about there earlier. There you go. Wow. Yes! All right. Last but not least. Bonus questions? Bonus questions? Bonus questions. Well, there's one. There's one. Okay. There's one. Is this one of these ones? Like, if you pick question number two, it's worth 12 points, but number one is worth 16.5. <laughs> Bonus question is going to be worth three points. Oh. I don't know how much. The, how much is the, the regular question? Is one? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Ooh. Bonus question worth three points. Ready? Yeah. How many throw pillows? Does Danielle have on our two couches? <laughs> oh, I like that. Do you see? Wow, he took us like way that. off. Wow. wow. <laughs> All right. All right. How many? A, right. 10. B, 8. C, 6. Or D, 4. I'm going with the most. I'm going eight. Danielle does seem a little excessive. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait till oh. she hears this. Uh, Danielle, please send your hate mail directly to <laughs> Ted at Motorfuckle, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with, oh, God. I don't know. I, I want to say eight, but part of me wants to say ten. Is there a one in between? Nine, maybe. There's a uh, there's ten, eight, six, and four. And remember, there's two couches. 
There's two couches, so two, four, six, eight. I'm gonna go with eight. What would I do? What I do? Well, I'm not gonna pick four. Wait a minute. Yeah, four. Let me go four. Danielle's not that excessive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you just remember she listens to this. <laughs> I was only repeating what you said earlier. <laughs> oh, fucked up. All right. So. Touche. <laughs> wow. Answer to the bonus question. Which couch are you sleeping on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one with the most smaller pillows. one. Yeah. The one with all the pillows. The answer to the bonus question is eight. Oh. All right. That gives me three. I'm a four today. I'm at wow. four. Ted got one. We're tied. You got two right. You got two right? Uh, he's got total this up. So, uh, Ted got a total of three points. Tim got a total of four points. And Chris got a total of one point. So, I now have six. And Chris is, you got four? I got no. one point. Got one, so Chris has got three. And Tim's Tim, got Tim got four, four today. All right. I know pillows. <laughs> you know pillows. Well, the beauty of that question is at one point or another, we've all had to deal with how many pillows are on a couch and how difficult it can be to sit on it because of them. You see, what's great about that question is you don't expect that, which opens up the door for anybody to ask those questions in the next round of questioning. You know? Well how done. many times a day well does done. my dog take a piss? Well done. Very well done. I, I appreciate it. Very good. All right. Um, coming yeah, up next on the podcast, I have um, I have another episode of um, Chapters. This one was with um, uh, Jeremy Craker, who rode him and his friend rode their bike from Canada down through Central America to Damn. Panama and back. And then after that, I have another interview and another Chapters episode. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Aside from that. Um, no real riding going on until snow goes away. We've been playing a lot of PUBG. A lot of PUBG. Is there anybody out there that plays PUBG? PUBG is Player Unknown's Battleground. So if you I play, think Matt Matt Ernst probably plays it. He I might. Say, I could our, our friend Matt down in Mississippi he might be playing. Yeah, I bet he plays. Oh, I want to say. Um, I want to say uh, congratulations <laughs> to uh, EJ uh, Cooker. Listener EJ Cooker and his wife, they moved to Texas. Yes, I, they, oh, I saw that a little they bit. They left New Jersey and Good moved to Texas. Good for fucking them. Good Where for them. Um, I, don't, I can't remember the name of the town. Troy's going to pull Troy's him means, over. He can, he's riding right now. He can ride right now. Yep. Troy's going to pull him over. <laughs> that would be fucking I don't think hysterical. He moved it, right? right? That would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, pull the sky over. It says he knows you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him if he sees a motorcycle men sticker that he's got to pull the car off. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I got some email here from Freddie Ray out in Las Vegas. He says, dudes, I just finished listening to episode 269. Now, that was the motorcycle men that I enjoy. The F-bombs and the banter. I always smile when I listen. But the new format has, hasn't brought that familiar happiness. I'll keep listening as good podcasts are hard to find. Guess I'll go back to episode one and start over again. Talk to you for now. Okay, I like the review of the new bikes, but I'll never get a new Harley ever again. Lover and rider since 78. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, who else? Oh, this, uh, we already, I think we already read that one. And, uh, yeah, another one from Freddie Ray. No, we, we read that one, too. And there's something here. I think this is the one. 
Uh, yep, we read that one already. We got him. I forget. All right, that's it. Okay. All right, cool. Um, you guys, ain't got anything else you want to add before we hit the road? No. I'm no. Good. I'm good for now. Well, as always, it's been a lot of fun. Hey, like I said, if, uh, like Tim mentioned, if you want to play PUBG with us, just let us know. We usually play every night from some 7.30 Eastern anytime time. between 7 and 10 p.m. usually. So if you want to play, just uh, shoot us an we, email. We need a fourth. We, need a we fourth, can do a though. fourth. We always do a fourth. It's, like, it's always good to have a four-man squad while we're playing. So we have a lot of fun. All right, so here we are. We're going to be leaving the V-Twin Cafe, and uh, Tim's going to get in his uh, mail truck and drive home. <laughs> <laughs> or his airplane. Ooh, airplane, yeah. Me when are you going to get back flying? When are you going to get back flying? I'm hoping when it gets... Uh, I was hoping in March I was going to start. Okay, good. He's grounded. Is he grounded? Because of the snow? Oh, yeah. See what I did there? No, I see. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. And, of course, uh, Chris, uh, the 12-year-old. Yes. <laughs> Not the Do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Nope. Bye. No? Bye. Everybody's <laughs> smelly. Bye, everyone. And, uh, of course, Get Justin. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. Everybody enjoy your week. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Oh, we didn't do bidding it. Should we? Well, we got to do bidding it. Yeah, oh, my too God. Late. Too late. No, 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 we got to no. do bidding it. We got to do bidding it. Because right. I promised some people we got to do bidding it. Thank you very much. Tim, you want to help me with bidding it? Business. <laughs> do the business, man. Good. I, I don't, no, 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 no. Just You're no. You want to get down with just, the business. Just, I had no idea that Cheech Marin was on the podcast tonight. <laughs> hey, man, uh, 22 tubes okay. of glue and a bottle of spinata and a glove compartment, man, eh? Hey, come on, let's do this. All right, well, the podcast has been brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Scorpion! Cover your head! Offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical power. on Call us that helmet, people. To learn <laughs> go to ScorpionUSA.com. And, of course, Shinko Tires. Shinko has a tire to suit your needs and riding style without breaking your bank account. So go to ShinkoTireUSA.com and tell them that the motorcycle man sent you. Yeah, Shinko, Shinko. And apparently Craig Johnson, the real Craig Johnson over at Wild Ass Seats, really likes us a lot. Put so, your ass down on the seat. So sit on Craig's seat. You can get improve your ride and your ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from Wild-Ass Seats. So if you're tired of Wild those seats, painful pressure points and fatigue, you go to wild-ass.com and get yourself a cushion today. And, of course, for the best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's one place you should be going, and that is... Tobacco motorway. Great. Unfortunately, our readers can't read what's on your T-shirt. I'm so. just showing you. I know. I know. Shoot. You can look. Visit them at tobaccomotorway.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use the coupon code. And you got to get Dave Pants. Coupon code Motorman and safe to say, yeah, Dave, you're right. Get in, Dave get in Dave's pants. pants. Now, our new sponsor, Uclear no. Digital. Uclear Helmet Communication Systems are based on a direct feedback from riders, dealers, and industry experts to the most advanced, easiest to use, most durable, most profitable, and best-sounding, longest-lasting, and weatherproof comm systems ever. Yeah! It's yeah. cutting-edge tech is made simple to use while being rugged enough to withstand any weather condition. So enhance your rides with Uclear's DynaMesh-compatible intercom, powerful music, and crystal-clear phone calls on any road, any trail, on any helmet. To learn more, you go to EuclearDigital.com. And you tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. The Motorcycle Men podcast. Make sure you tell them that. Now, listen. No, that's right. What's you cool clear about... in your ear. You know, that is really cool. They're going to like, you clear in your ear. You clear gonna, in your ear. Dave's going to love that. Dave, Dave Cuck, 
right? At Euclear. That's Dave Cook at Euclear. Right, okay. Right, that's it. You clear Damn. in your ear. You clear in your ear. It's, like, you know he's having, it's like he's having an episode. He is. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, having an episode. They're fucking shaking and shit. <laughs> the two of them are fucking fully retarded tonight. They're full retards. <laughs> Damn, it's like, it's like, it's like, like a, a bag of mushrooms. That's not a nice word. What? That's not a nice word. What's not a nice word? Huh? You guys? Or. <laughs> you guys. You know the you guys. <laughs> you guys. The Motorcycle Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Belief Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelief.org to donate. Yeah, kill cancer! <laughs> kill it! Kill Helping it. families of fallen soldiers. If you would like to be a part of a great cause and get some great heartfelt miles in, go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. Thank you, everyone! Thanks for listening! <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, boys and girls. And remember... We say very stupid crap, so you don't have to. Bye! 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 Ah. 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 Ah.